change by investigating it, right? Mm. And there are aspects of our human world which we do change by investigating sure. it. And I think, you know, the uh, issue now is that we kind of, you know, are mostly investigating average human, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I mean, A, average human doesn't exist as we know, right? Sure. B, average human is usually worse than, you know, any other human. And it's like, you know, not as smart as most humans, yeah. not a, it's average, right? It's yeah. like average and everything. Yeah. And because of that, we kind of, oh, okay, that's what we are. We are that average human. Yeah, yeah. And we are using it not as necessarily as a model, but we kind of, are, we are that. And so mm -hmm. we have to deal with that. But we're not that, right? Yeah. And we no longer have the model that we strive towards. Mm -hmm. Previously, no, we had heroes, we had Jesus, whatever, right? We had, you know, somebody who are we trying to become. Sure. And everybody were like, yeah, okay, let's try mm -hmm. to become that. But, but we on. no longer have it. We have only average human, and mm -hmm. we have average human as our, you know, measuring device. But don't you and see this, like, hang on, hmm? don't you see this analogy or this explanation as an, as an Ouroboros? Like it's, it's, it's circular, like it's biting its own tail in the sense that you're, you're talking about, you know, this average person doesn't exist um, and is worse than the average person. But you're also assuming that everybody doesn't have a role model, that everybody, you know, you are modeling the average person and giving them um, this reality and this influence on our, on our evolution that may be undue because maybe, you know, you, you're a victim of your own fallacy. Maybe people in general are a lot smarter and more switched on. Then yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like people in general are more smarter and more switched on than you know. I'd like to believe that they are, but now we are having Which you know our average human as our focal yeah. point, mm -hmm. and we kind of when we are you know like just the same as average person, you know, in some our you know endeavors when we are you know not as good as we would like to be, we just say to ourselves, hey, just you know that's what humans do, you know, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. that average person, you know that. You know, research showed that, you know, that's what just people do. So we would be just that, yeah. right? So when they show, you know, whatever, like average human memory capacity is that. And mm -hmm. you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, I have that memory capacity. I don't need to develop more because that's just what people are. You know, like the, and that perception that that's just what we are, you know, that we are, you know, angry when we are driving, mm -hmm. that we are angry when we're using a note reader yeah. or whatever the crap. That that kind of um, um, you know validates the uh, your behavior when it you know when you behave in the bad way that is average sure, sure. for humans. Yeah, I see exactly. And so instead of having positive role model, we just have mm -hmm. like a negative role model that yeah. we kind of now I I would think <coughs> which has kind of like be more, you know, tendency to become that because we're like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, you know, we yeah. are, in some aspects, we're better than average humans so we can allow ourselves to be so average. Let me push back on that for a second. Uh, it's not that I don't think there's any validity to what you're saying, but I think an alternative current, uh, which I think is, is, is very strong and very influential in the world now, um, you know, and an opposite current in some sense, is that we've never had more direct access to the exceptional than ever before. So in fact, you know, if you, if you were learning guitar, um, you know, 30 years ago, 
you would have had heroes absolutely and and you know they would have been incredibly influential on you and you would have looked on them as as gods for the way they they played and that would have been very inspiring you know on the other hand today you can go on youtube and see thousands you know see how becoming exceptional becoming godlike in some sense like becoming an amazing player um, is within the reach of so many people, and ev or every one of those people will tell you if they're, especially if they're an educator. Do you know how I got really good? I got really good by working really hard. I got, you know, they, yeah. they all say the same thing. Yeah, no, there is there, there is fair to, you know, fairness to that, and obviously, you no know, people now saying that you know if you put a lot of effort into something, you'll become good at that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there are people who are saying, no, you know, you still have, you know, predetermined talents and capacities, <laughs> and if you're trying to become something outside of that, you will fail. Like, I mean, there is discussion it's, on that level, but yeah, yeah like, you know, we yeah. kind of, you know, that obviously, you know, pushes you to try harder in some sense. But on the other hand, you know, we're trying to, um, uh, like, destroy the, what is perceived as, you know, the ideal we like you know we don't have the ideal in terms of you know the you know smart like right because you know previously like being intelligent yeah. is great yeah. notice is like being intelligent is like whatever you know mm -hmm. we don't need like you know that cairns mayor right we don't need those overeducated scientists yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. us what to do right sure. so we don't need overeducated people we don't need like you know all of those smart people right mm -hmm. And we, we're doing the same with our physique, you know. We don't we don't need to discuss it right now necessarily, but this just fits in here nicely. That previously we're like, you know, this is the ideal, you know, uh, uh, what else? Body shape yeah. for you know male. This yeah. is the ideal body shape for female. You yeah. have to strive towards that. Mm. You might not be able to reach it mm. because this is ideal. It's by default, it's unreachable. But you try to. And yeah. by trying to use some what became better as, you know, in terms of being closer to that ideal. And oh, since we all perceive it as the ideal, we then view you as better. Yeah, and you feel better because you see how you progress towards that ideal. For sure, right? but I just have but to give Notice, this... we're like, whatever, you know, it's no, all like by shaming, you know, we should, you yeah. know, not have, you know, For we should sure. not shame ourselves of our bodies. Sure. Let's just be, you know, the human mm. that we want to yeah, be. Look. And I mean, it's great to be human, which you want to be, mm. but I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, sure you I just being want you to want do to nothing, you know, um, play computer games and just drink beer. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I, honest, I, you, you're uh, advancing a fairly typical conservative viewpoint. And of course, okay, I, we know, I, have, well, I have some sympathy with that. But again, I've got to push back in exactly the same way. I think that there are more, you know, if, if you look at, say, young men um, in a certain age group these days, way more of them look really fit and well-muscled than they used to. Like, people are really obsessed with that shit now. People that is, that is, that is actually know. true. Yes, so you're so right. I think that... I think that you again you're falling into the trap of your own um, your own fallacy and this like I'm I'm not anti-conservative by any means I think that there are lots of, of really No no, no man, I'm not saying that I'm just like this is kind of a trend I'm not saying this is mm. beyond the trend No I know but I'm just saying that this is a force at play Yeah and I think sure. you know other many forces that shape it I'm not necessarily saying that this is bad I'm just saying that yeah. having a clear ideal of what you should be is really, really helpful. Definitely. Having, you know, like, you know, a statue of Zeus, uh -huh. and you like, I want yeah. to become Zeus, sure. I want to be buffed, 
I yeah. want to, you know, yeah. freaking lightnings, and I want to know everything. Yeah. I want to be that. Look, there's no doubt that that's true. become that. But the argument, yeah. Hang on, the, the, there's no doubt that's true, but the conservative element of the story that you're telling is the idea that we had the right ideals in the past, you know, when we had the Statue of Zeus or when we had the hero myth was a dominant part of our culture or any anything. Mm. That was when we had the ideal um, set of role models, and so everybody knew exactly yeah, what to no, aim for. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying mm. that they are ideal now. They were ideal at that time, and that's exactly why they work. Uh, my point is not about that. We need to have them. My point is that we need to have something. Sure. We need to have but ideal or the human do. that we want to become. Yeah. I, we I as a society, we do. it can be you know a fat, bold guy who doesn't move mm. at all. We just have to have it. But we don't have because... to have a single ideal. Huh? That's the thing. We don't have what? to have a single ideal. We have to have. Um, again, you know, there are issues with with pluralism as well. But we have to have a plurality of ideals. Um, yeah, well, that it, are it can be a plurality of ideals. You can have a pantheon. You can be, you know, Athena, that. or you can yeah. be Aphrodite, sure. or you can be, you know, Hera. Yeah. Like they are all quite different, yeah. you know, women archetypes. Sure. But so like, we, we do have that. I, I just put, think I just think it's, know, it's but... fallacious to suggest that we don't have that. You know, I'm extremely enamoured of of myths and you know their role in shaping culture. And of course, they they were extremely functional at the time um, and I think we have our own myths now and of course people tend to co concentrate on the ones which are you know seem pathological and and seem destructive and um, and unhealthy and all of these different things or that are just like oh you know you're just as good as you're going to be like what you're saying you're just as good as you're going to be so don't need to work but I, I think we have so many role models now again it's the same <coughs> argument that I already said but I think you know you're also advancing the same argument we have so many role models now that are so accessible, and but we don't necessarily have the impetus to be exactly like that person. We, we can look at those people and be like, wow, it'd be really good to have arms like that or to be able to memorize things like that or whatever it might be, to be able to play the guitar like that or in that way or whatever. But then we can incorporate that into um, an ideal that is again, part of a plurality of ideals because it's the ideal that genuinely does suit us. So yeah, again, there are all these teething problems with that and you're worried about a cult of mediocrity. Um, but, you know, again, it comes down to the question as to what, amount, what, what drive is there towards being exceptional? And you can argue um, that the more exceptional, the more accessible exceptional people are, the more easy they are to see the more relatable they are, and the more impetus that's going to give people to drive towards being exceptional. So, yeah, I... Yeah, man, we're kind of like, we're exceptional, yes. I mean, it's good to be, uh, you know, you and develop, you, you know, yourself towards ideal you. But, A, you know, we're, we aren't that different as far as humans go, so you can easily, not easily, but you can, you know, foresee a, an archetype that will, you know, have like, you know, an umbrella archetype that will be, you know, um, abstract enough to accommodate a majority of people or, you know, some good, you know, chunk of humankind. Yes, and but not in their entirety. Because, I mean, we, we all have two arms, two, most of us have sure. two arms, two legs, you know, we, we are like what we are. And, you know, we think in a very similar way, you know, all things concerned, especially if we compare ourselves to dogs or I don't know. And, uh, like, we are, you know, 
like you know if we you know train to do powerlifting we will become of a certain shape if we do karate we will become of another shape but it will be typical for karate practitioner typical for powerlifter so you can think of you know an archetype within that and you can think of an archetype for you know i mean like guitar player right you can think of you know several whatever if you wish uh you can think of you know an archetypal musician you can think of archetypal writer you can think of something like that we just don't have it and the way i see that nowadays we perceive pursue our uh, uh like growth personal growth is more like you know like we're watching you know uh like you watch youtube and there is one guy who you know plays league of legends fantastically and you're like i want to be that and then you watch you know a you know whatever somebody who's playing guitar really really good and you're like i want to be that as well and then you're watching you know somebody who is you know telling about you know books and you're like i want to understand books the same way that yeah. this guy understands yeah, but then sure. you're like okay in order to become you know and you want you well you want to become all of that but in order to become all of that you have to have three lives sure sure and so it, it feeds in again at the end of the day you're like yeah okay i'll just play with her you know yeah that's very much a, a real thing i mean everything that you're saying is, is a real thing it's just a question <coughs> of um you know different currents um and again this this kind of just brings us back to the same thing as to whether there's a drive towards integration so as you have more and more ambition to become good at lots of different things does that necessarily lead to you realizing or, or not being able to be you know even possibly good at anything and just being essentially mediocre across the board or do you especially if you you're given enough ambition like ambition as an abstract thing, the archetype of the ambitious man, which could be a woman, which could be applied to, to anything. Um, if you, you are generating ambition by seeing all these exceptional people, you're not quite able to reach them in any of these given areas because you've got 10 areas that you're really fascinated by. Is there an <coughs> impulse then towards integrating those things and, and actually finding the archetypes within those areas in which you want to excel so how does music overlap with literature for example or how does you know being physically fit affect my ability to think you know and we know these things are all very very connected so at some point, yeah i mean you, mm. you know you obviously won't become you know like you, you will obviously become something unique you know because you will be an integration of all your uh, you mm. know attempts to become something good at all of those endeavors but it's kind of you will become, you know, like half Renaissance man, just or a quarter of that. You know, like in what sense a quarter of that? You know, in the sense in that a way it's that not you know you'll have like instead of being, you know, now. like being really good at science in the fifteenth century was really easy. Yeah, sure. Being good at you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I agree. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because there was just no that much science going on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can go, you know, for four years into the university and then you read the books across Europe. You just travel across Europe, read books, talk to people, bam, you're good. Because yeah. as if you, you know, if you can remember things and if you, sure. you know, can integrate them nicely, there's just not, a, not that Absolutely. many stuff Absolutely. to integrate. Like, you know, both you and I, we've read, you know, like science literature, scientific literature, you know, in, in the quantity that would destroy the brain of Leonardo da Vinci, you know? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Just the amount of stuff that, you know, we were fed, like, you know, atoms, proteins, molecules, you know, like giraffes, just everything, yeah. you know, yeah. fucking gravity, like, just 
there is just a lot of stuff that we know about the world. Yeah, you can you now, can you can liken yeah. this to, to an issue with 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 a creative art as well, and you know we'll just stick with the music and the guitar because it's it's easier to talk about. Yeah, uh, but, but um, yeah, and, yeah, okay, go ahead. Well, it's just I think it's just an interesting corollary of what you're saying in that in the in whatever period several decades ago you want to talk about there weren't all that many role models um so you were much less in some sense you were less constrained by role models because you would pick up just a small amount of vocabulary and then start doing your own thing with it and pretty and you know like you would become a role model whereas now you know there's just such a panoply of amazing players that the opportunity to actually study any of them, you know, in in depth, um, you know, becomes very difficult because you're constantly distracted, and that can actually hamper you in in a in a slightly ironic way. It can hamper you from finding your own voice because you're like, oh, I want to sound like Jimi Hendrix. Oh, I want to sound like Joe Satriani. Oh, I want yeah. to sound, you know. So that that's definitely a, a real thing and a real issue. But again, I think that there's a there's a process through. That's a process through which you go now, and you come out of that potentially. You know, if you have the the, the discipline and the ambition to stick to whichever skill set we're talking about, you come out of that with it with a more integrated thing, and potentially, you know, again, quite a unique thing and quite a unique voice because it integrates little bits from lots of, of frameworks. Yeah, um, I mean, it will def will definitely be unique if you're you know unique in your uh, selection of endeavors. It's just mm. you, unless you are super dedicated, unless you are not doing anything else, you're like not drinking beer with your friends, not, I don't know, staring at the ceiling at the, you know, Sunday morning. Like if you're not doing that stuff, yeah. you and you're putting all of your efforts to, in, to pursuing your endeavors. Yeah. So unless you're doing that, but we agreed you, in the first part won't, of the talk. you won't become, you know, yeah. Mm, but you need exceptional in any of them. Yeah. But and you so do need by to take virtue that of that, unless yeah. you find a way to, uh, you know, I don't know, use the uh, the fact that you are integrated in all of them, unless yeah. you find a way to use all of them at the same time, like, I don't know, uh, doing a talk show about <laughs> doing them, I don't know, yeah, sure. uh, like something, right? Yeah. So you won't become big or you won't become noticeable because yeah. you're still not exceptional at guitar, you're still not exceptional yeah. at photography, sure. you're still not exceptional at, you know, dancing uh, Latina, so... Yeah. So that's another another um, issue that, you know, you could raise with the modern age, which is that the idea of becoming, <coughs> becoming big, you know, or making your skills marketable is the you know essentially the goal of acquiring those skills i mean that that's a that's you know obviously a very real thing that a lot of people believe these days but that's kind of almost a separate thing to the goal of you know we were talking about before self-realization um and i should you know mm -hmm. i also just want to point but, out that we uh, like we, i mean ambition rests on you be, you know achieving something you need to have your your heel in order to climb that hill. Obviously. You need to have, like, yeah. I want to become as big as Joe Satriani, right? Yeah, but it doesn't have but, to be... Again, you're just creating your own hill and creating a yeah, hill... Yeah, you create your own hill, but, you know, that hill is still determined by the uh, particular endeavor that you are, uh, you know, engaged in. Yeah, but you, you could easily say, I want to be 
quote-unquote, as good as Joe Satriani without being as big as Joe Satriani. Yeah, but, but still, to be as good as Joe Satriani, you have to spend X amount of hours, and you won't be able to do that because yeah. you are spending hours on in dancing Latina and, you know, coding computer games. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some truth to that. Like, there's obvious truth to that, you know, that especially with, with musical instruments and with a lot of other skills, actually. You know, there's a key period, perhaps, like a developmental period in, you know, maybe it's in your teens or whatever, that you pick up an instrument um, and, you know, it takes you over and you get that incredible ambition and drive and all you do is play. And, and you know, you do that for several years and then, and you know, while your nervous system is developed and then that's built into who you are and it's much more difficult to acquire that kind of competency even if you play a lot when you're an adult um so yeah of course you do need periods in which you're very very focused on things in order to become good at them to a certain level um you know we did also say earlier in the talk that you know time spent drinking beer with your friends or staring at the ceiling could also be really important um you know, again, getting away from social media, that also applies to, to getting away from from any, anything. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, know. you know, it's, it's great. It's just like you have, you know, 24 hours yeah. a day. You don't have more. more. For sure. Look, you know, we obviously, you and I both suffer to some degree, you know, and it's, it's part, this conversation is partly motivated by that, from being yeah. interested in a very wide range of things, you know, and, yeah. and having having just enough facility in a number of different things to understand what it is to have real facility in those things, like to understand how much work it can take to to really acquire that understanding, um, and you know mm -hmm. that's that's difficult and, and 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 a frustrating thing. I don't see that there's a big you know, and that will always be there'll be a subset of people, and perhaps what's open to to such people is becoming, um, you know, is, is finding a way to integrate those things uh, in, in, in a novel way and, and, and using that for whatever, whether that's a purely selfish goal of self-realization or whether it's making some kind of positive difference in the world. But I also think that there are going to be just as many people, just as many kids, well, I don't know, you know, just as many, you know, could be way more, could be less, but there'll still be a large number of people who you know, at the age of whatever, pick up a guitar for the first time and see all these videos on YouTube and then just become completely single-mindedly obsessed with that for a long, for, for X period of time. And that could be, you know, it could be guitar, it could be, you know, mathematics videos, it could be crash course world history that introduces people to the concept of history and then they just go wild on all of the online resources of history. You know, so I think there are still going to be lots of specialists specialized people yeah it's gonna be like specialized people definitely yeah um and maybe even well, a lot more because maybe that that again that little bit of facility that you need in order to understand what facility is in any <coughs> given field and and how rewarding it could be to have deep facility in any field like what the value of that is that's first small hurdle of facility is perhaps much easier to acquire now than ever before because of the massive amount of learning resources available yeah no i like learning is way easier. You don't have to travel around Europe to read the books, For sure. and you don't have to you know, go to Athanasius Kircher in person in order to know the secrets of alchemy from him. So yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. 
but I think you know the uh, somewhat not the only solution, but the ideal solution mm. to all those people who try to become you know everything at one time mm. and integrate it, as you say, in the unique way, mm. uh, would be if we as humanity find a way to value a human life yeah. ab above everything. Sure. If we you know some somehow come with the I know idea of you know like what it is to develop as a human yeah. and then because i think you know the only way that you know all your you know numerous activities like you know my i don't know did i lose you just i don't know doing hey, whatever lost, i'm lost doing you for a second, the man. only way it integrates is through my life so if uh, we as a humanity find a way to quote unquote quote display our lives yeah you know, mm. in its entirety, <laughs> yeah, then we'll be able to perceive strong... that uniqueness of integration. Yeah, because so... you won't be able to perceive uniqueness of integration through me playing violin, because I suck at playing violin. Yeah, yeah. But you will be able to perceive that unique integration of me doing other things, yeah. because, you know, you will see how it all meshes together. But didn't you just so, give us a really And I think strong... we're kind of getting closer to that, because, yeah. you know... I mean, you know, we were bashing people like, social you know, media. Uh, podcasters, like, you will see, oh, this guy's doing that, this guy's doing that. Yeah. And you'll be like, yeah. hey, okay. That's it, man. Like, you, you just gave the strongest argument for the fact that we're moving in that direction. And it was a partial refutation of our position on social media in the first half of the talk. Like, you gave a very strong argument that what we need is for people to be able to display all of themselves, their integrated selves, in such a way that we come to value, you know, everybody as a unique individual. And I mean, yeah. but the problem with social media is that it doesn't serve that purpose. It serves the purpose of a peacock. It doesn't serve the purpose of <laughs> us actually seeing of what yeah. it is to be that human. Yeah. Because a, it's textual, mostly it's textual. Yeah. B, Early it's days, most you select what yeah. you put on, and yeah. by selecting what you put on, you select what you don't put on, course, and therefore, yeah. you know, you don't show things that are crucial to yeah. for us to understand you. Yeah. But, you know, early, early days and, you know, you mentioned podcasting. Um, you, you, there are so many, you know, Instagram gives a different kind of, you know, with videos of people playing music or, or, or you know, there are all of these different platforms and they're all in their infancy. Uh, but to some extent, you can see that trajectory that you describe, you know, that this is moving in that direction. You know, these are just the, the you know, early... <coughs> And very plesiotypic forms. They're still close to some sort of ancestral state of social media. They're similar to MySpace or, you know, whatever. Friendster was something that, that I was on, you know, when I was living in Singapore around the, you know, 2001, 2002 or whatever. So, you know, the, the, all of these platforms still have uh, a long way to go. And, yeah, you think about things like uh, augmented reality... VR, um, how that's going to affect things like podcasting, yeah, that, how that's that, going to that affect social interesting, media. Yes. You know, how that's going More to... like, you know, how it will affect podcasting, you kind of can envision, yeah, because sure. then, you know, if you're just kind of yeah. present in the same room as that guy, you can yeah. go around. But social know, media more broadly, stuff. yeah. But how it will affect social media, it would be somewhat more interesting, because that mm. should affect it in a huge way. Ah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it will be, you know, like, as we, you know, were uh, designing the sessile and as we were designing the uh, 
uh, like personal temples. I think it will be yeah. somewhat like that yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you go into the ideal thing and you know there is you know all those glamorous photos of the person <laughs> yeah. who probably yeah. in 3D. You have all those glamorous things that this person likes, you mm. know, and so on. Mm. But yeah, and maybe there will be a positive impetus. Like, like you said, there's this peacocking phenomenon on social media at the moment, and I'm sure that will never go away. But maybe through and through things like long form conversations on podcasts and, and, and other media, perhaps there will be a strong impetus towards being yourself in public. Again, you know, of course, this brings us just straight back to integration. You'll be integrating your social media profile with your, you know, whole life. You'll be displaying yourself as an integrated human on this and and they will actually again there'll be an impulse towards that because people will be more and more exposed to others who are doing that and there are already lots of people doing that through podcasts and, and various other things um people will be attracted to that and they'll see all of these details that come out in these long form conversations and you know especially when they're videoed and they're on youtube so you can see people's body languages they interact with each other and all that kind of stuff and they'll realize that there's all this richness to that human interaction um, and to, you know, that actual more day-to-day -day human life rather than things that are condensed into text form or even into a one-minute video or, or into a, you know, into a novel or a, a book of any kind for that matter where you really refine things generally. There's, there's a certain uh, disarming, um, you know, very personal aspect to some of these things that are already out there. There's just a, there's another stream of information that comes with that that doesn't come in those other media. So maybe people will be inspired by that and there'll be a drive towards having a lot more of that kind of stuff. And that will be pushing things very much in the direction that you're envisaging. Yeah. However, there is a contrary force to that. I mean, among other forces <laughs> is that we like stories yeah. and stories aren't, aren't real life. Stories are idealized life. Sure. It has to have, you know, the conflict. It has to go from A to B. And it ha you either have to, you know, fail the conflict or you have to prevail. Sure. But it has to have, you know, the tension. Basically, story has all its, you know, yeah. formula yeah. that, you know, you need to have in order to get a good story. And, you know, it works because, you know, regardless of the tribe, regardless of the nation, yeah. <clears throat> it will be the same formula. Yeah, but again... You know, if, if like Chinese stories, if they're good, will work yeah, in European, sure, you know, society. Sure, sure. You know, European stories, if they're good, will work into, you know, Papua New Guinea uh, tribes. Mm. So, but uh, we, like, life isn't like that. Yeah. You sure. know, life is boring most of the time. Life, it doesn't have a, um, like, doesn't have a ne necessary momentum. Sure. You know, when things happen, you're not prepared for that. <laughs> when, uh, you know, you are, uh, like, I don't know, get going after something, and you just might not get it. And sure, then sure. in the process, you're like, yeah, I won't just even go there because that sucks. And, and look, so on. Like, it would be a nightmare to have all of, all of life, you know, put out there on social media. I mean, that would be, that's 1984 type scenario, isn't it? You know, like you're constantly under surveillance. But I will just also you can say, You can think in the different terms, you know, if you can think in Dan Simmons' Hyperion terms, yeah, like, yeah, sure. we just have, you know, constant, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was calling, like, I think, like, home monitors or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, you have your cameras, and they're constantly on, they're yeah. constantly, uh, you know, um, transmitting what you are doing, 
and then you just like this is just it you know you don't have porn you just like go yeah, onto yeah, the yeah. channels until you find people having For sex sure, that you exactly. kind of you don't like and you're like yeah okay that's boring to me now you don't watch the boring bits because you, you find a different channel in which there's something interesting but also you know yeah we love <coughs> stories and people are storytellers so when people put their lives out there, some of those people, like part of putting your life out there, you know, think of yourself, think of people like, you know, just we know ourselves best. So think of ourselves. We, we like to write short stories. We like to write poetry. We like to write articles on different things in science and philosophy. We like to, you know, have a podcast. We like to do all of these different things. You know, I like to put videos of myself playing guitar on Instagram, etc., of course, I'm editing what I put out there. Um, of course, so some of it, and some of it actually comes out there in story form. You know, I'm I'm writing stories <coughs> literally, um, and so are you, and so are so many people. And so, yeah, so definitely. This, I mean, that's kind of why this, I'm you know talking about yeah, it. Yeah, like, so part of this when, being in public. And you know, like when I'm having a good you know blog post about you know whatever events of my life, they yeah. would be usually put in the you know. Uh, form of a story with a beginning, with the yeah, end, with the punchline, sure. and everything. But life doesn't have that. Yeah, for, life so isn't does. like yeah. doesn't you know behave as a story form. Life yeah. isn't a book. Yeah, so, exactly. But so part uh, of this being people yourself... like my my kind of like uh, my idea, I guess, is that people won't be interested in you know that much of real life. Sure. I guess because. It doesn't have the form that they used to. They, sure. it's nothing hooks them up. But only you're talking about putting all of that real life up. I'm talking more about being, you know, being yourself in public in a sense of having, you know, dis displaying, if you want to use the peacock analogy, but yourself as a, as a diverse and integrated person, not through putting your entire life online, but through putting stories out there, through putting, you know, little guitar videos, through putting podcasts, it's like a bigger chunk of things. There's an impetus, an impulse towards creativity, perhaps. That when Yeah, but that's not that's not necessarily what you are, you know. What you are mostly in life is like how you deal with, you know, the wound that you you know you cut yourself with a knife, how you deal with that. How you, you know, when you argue with your relatives, how you deal with that. This is what you are. This is what you really are. And unless you're displaying that, you're not displaying how you integrate all that you do in your life. Because the only thing that you're displaying otherwise is what you do. You don't display how you integrate it. Because the way you integrate it is through living your life. Yeah, that's very true. But it's not the whole story in the sense that, you know, I mean, lots of very interesting psychologists and philosophers have said exactly what you've just said. And I'm, you know, I'm very sympathetic to that idea. But actually, what you create is also part of what you are. It's part of who you are. And it can, it can be assessed separately from that other stuff. And it can also be assessed as part of an integrated whole with all that other stuff. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. But again, it's not necessarily, I mean, I don't quite know exactly how we got to this point, but it's not necessarily putting yourself as you are absolutely right in the depths of your psyche and dredging everything up out of your unconscious and just putting it online. I mean, I'm not talking about that. And there may always be some kind of limit on that kind of stuff. Uh, there surely will be, because we all have a whole heap of stuff, even those of us that 
not those of us, but even those people who behave really, really well in all of those situations, who are very, you know, courageous when they're cut and, you know, who are fantastic with their family all the time and all that kind of stuff. They have a lot of stuff going on in their heads that they would not want to put online. So there's always going to be some kind of cutoff. Yeah, no, you, you, definitely, you, definitely don't, you definitely don't want to put online all that happens in your head. All because there's like, a lot of yeah. random shit, yeah. you know? Like totally. when it's, you're it's listening to music in the headphones and you have like...